0: Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here on the Top Ten Show, I am John Rocha. Uh,
1: I am Matt Nost, and uh, we are here for another Topic Thunder. Can I get my hat straight today, at least on this camera? Maybe it's the way it fits (laughs) my head. Anyway, uh... Topic Thunder, so it's a show that we do for uh, our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And <clears throat> it's whatever they want us to talk about. They send in the questions, and uh, that's what we're here for. And I yeah. believe it's your turn to start, sir.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. All right, let's do it. Our first question here comes to us from uh, Alex Russell. <clears throat> he says, Happy Thanksgiving. So clearly this was a few weeks before uh-huh. He says, uh, hello, John and Matt. What are are some of your entertainment-based and non-entertainment-based Turkey Day weekend traditions? For example, example, scent of a woman and a nice bottle of red wine will always pop up over my Mm. Thanksgiving weekend. And I have to have stuffing made UK style where it is mixed, spread on cookie sheet, and baked. So it is all nice and crispy slash crunchy, not mushy and gooey. It is good. I swear it ha ha stay well best to your families and top 10 top 10 nation alex russell um all right there you go matt uh do you have a do you have turkey day slash weekend traditions that you do on thanksgiving
1: well as far as stuffing my mom makes basically a best of his world and the other world okay where she makes them into balls and the outside get nice and crispy and then the inside still stays like fluffy and gooey ish right uh I love those things as far as stuffing like specific. No, there are no for, for Thanksgiving. Cause every year it's kind of different. I go to yeah. some other relatives kind of house. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's not much consistency Whereas Christmas. There's a lot of routine. What about for you? Uh,
0: well, not much during the day. I, mean, I think when I was, when I was, used to live at home, of course, growing up and stuff like that, I, I think mom would make, bread in the morning from scratch she'd get up around maybe five or six in the morning kind of knead the dough make the bread and the bread is what would keep us like kind of somewhat filled until we got to dinner so we'd have these like saucer type breads that she'd make and we'd have those with a little bit of butter and what have you and just like kind of eat that for breakfast while my dad and i would watch football um uh and then you know eventually we'd get into uh watching a, th- a thanksgiving movie usually planes trains and automobiles okay. or something else or it could be scarface or godfather no my dad is whatever crime film he wanted to put on and then uh if there that's only if there was a shitty afternoon football game then we'd uh we'd get together and have the turkey and the stuffing, but my, my, like it was never like where it was simple house. Like it was stovetop stuffing. It was, she made the turkey for sure and made the mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes and stuff. But the cranberry sauce was store bought. The stovetop was store bought obviously. And, and, um, and then some of those Hawaiian rolls or whatever that they had. Uh, And
1: then, okay, sure. I like a Hawaiian roll. Like Thanksgiving to me is just, I've been to a few, Variations for years on end, so everybody has their own style, they have their version of whatever they call it. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Like, we've got weird stuff that have just crept in, and Catherine's family has it too. Which is like, oh, yeah, that's they have something called the John Wayne.
0: Oh, what is that?
1: It's so oh, it's a rice dish, it's it's good. Damn, all right, but I can't, I can't from the you know life of me remember why it's called the John Wayne. <laughs> Great I know day. I was told at some point, but I was like, all right. But my mom makes this uh, green salad that only me, my brother and dad like. Okay. But it's like, it's marshmallows and yeah. cottage yeah. cheese and like this frosting type of thing. It's all mixed together. Yeah. But everybody on the outside, when they see it, they're like, that looks so disgusting. I'd be like, somehow it works, <laughs> man. I don't know. Maybe it's because I started eating it when I was so young, but the three of us love this shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, a this weird is- one though. This was the first time where we where Lily and I have had Thanksgiving where we're not going to some places, somebody's house or something like that. So she made food this time around uh, and she made stuffing from scratch. And she was asking me all these questions. I was like, I'm really, honestly, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I know you want to chef it up, but I'm such mm-hmm. a simple fuck. Like, just whatever you feel like making, make and then we'll be fine. All I need is stuffing, turkey and some sort of bread substance and we'll be fine.
1: Um, And yeah, social- you need. Yeah. Turkey and carbs and carbs and some more carbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And throwing a veggie in there, you know? Give me right, some sort of right veggie. at the end. Right at the end. Yeah. Uh yeah.
0: She, <laughs> made, she made like bacon scallops or bacon seared scallops or whatever. Sure. That why was, not? That was why not? Why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've over the years, cause I end up making, you know, at least one thing for each yeah. for Thanksgiving and for so I have something to bring because I feel like right. shit. Uh But yeah, I make potatoes. I did twice baked potatoes. I did uh, the stuffing balls once. I've done, I try and do something new. I tried pecan pie one year. Oh, it was, I mean, it was good, but it didn't turn out well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pecan pie is tough. That is tough.
1: It's a matter of getting the consistency. And I went too heavy on this because dude, you're pouring in corn syrup. Yeah. Fucking corn syrup. And I put too much in and it turned the body into more of a candy. And it was just like, it was too much. It, was, I love pecan pie. And this was just too fucking much.
0: <laughs> when we used to do Friendsgiving, uh, my friend, Michael Vogel, uh, who's on the Geek Buddies, he would make me a pecan pie every year because that's the one dessert I love to have. God, um, I love pecan pie. Right. So w- I bought it from Costco this year just to try it out initially, like a, a few days before Thanksgiving. I tried out a piece mm-hmm. and it was horrific because there's just way too many ingredients and chemicals so we went the sprouts route that was a little bit better okay. because if it gets too liquidy it's no longer pecan pie in my opinion you've got it, to have the right substance as you said the right uh, the texture know, consistency of the and i
1: don't like the ones with the nuts throughout so i guess oh, not, yeah down, yeah i like them just placed out on the top and they've got a full layer yeah across yeah, yeah uh yeah. And that way you're getting yours there right right but it, yeah it's tough to find yeah, not what you like? It's a tough one, but when you do, I like the runnier if it's warm.
0: Oh, okay, all right, I can.
1: So it's still fresh and like it's still good. It's just different, and but in a couple yeah. hours, this is not going to be my jam. With whipped cream or without? No, without, just straight. Okay, all right, all right. On the rocks, all right. I respect it. I respect. Dude, I I love me a good pie. I prefer pie to cake.
0: I agree with you a thousand percent.
1: Yeah, A thousand percent. There's so many different pies. It's just like that thing's a, that thing's awesome. It destroys every cake. Yeah. I'm sorry, cake's good. No complaints. But yeah,
0: pie pie. Is, pie you can really do something. Like I, I used to go when I lived in LA, the house of pies all the time, late at night or whatever. Meet up with friends. Okay, just sit there, shoot the shit till like one thirty in the morning or two in the morning over pie.
1: You know, it was the best, and some fries it was the best. Oh i went there once and it was the worst pecan pie or not pecan pie pardon me pumpkin pie that i've ever had and that's, oh. that's one that you it's tough to fuck up yeah pumpkin pie it's tough it is it's tough to fuck up but i was just like i was in a mood we were there and i was like you know what i feel like pumpkin pie and they got it i'm going for it and yeah. it was dog shit it was some of the worst <laughs> pumpkin pie i've ever had so i was like Wow, well, fuck this place i think it's just a lot of rep <laughs> so i never went back there's other places to try pie
0: yeah, there are. There are plenty in LA for sure, for sure. I gotta find some places down here. We don't see too many places around here, but you have to go downtown. There's a lot of great bakeries downtown that have that kind of shit. So Uh
1: I'm sure there's something between you and downtown. God, I hope so.
0: Um, okay. I- I've never had stuffing on a sheet, so that's interesting. But okay, UK stuff. Yeah,
1: I-, I can see the I would like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of carb. Great. Different consistency. Now give me some mashed potatoes and I got this crunchy thing and yeah i can even use it as a crouton sprinkle it on top make it fun um, sure sure
0: <laughs> all right thanks alex russell what's our next one Matt?
1: all right our next one comes from uh chris Limke, machine oh, gun
0: nice
1: hey guys in true annoying film geek fashion I got into a stupid argument about movies. We were talking about the most a game-changing decade of film in terms of content. My friend held steady about the '90s, which saw some truly outstanding films. Pardon me. I pushed back on the '70s, which dealt with just as many social changes and serious topics while giving away to the blockbusters or giving way to the blockbusters and spectacle. We also can't ignore the 1930s, which really legitimized film as an expressive art form. So settle the argument: What was the most game-changing decade in film?
0: Wow. Wow. Strong, strong uh, question there. Um, yeah. do, am I going first or are you going first on this one? Uh, that is you. Uh, uh, to me, it's the 70s. Uh, I think for me, that changed everything. It was the decade of the auteur, uh, and you saw what the medium of film could really do. Yeah, the mm-hmm. 1930s are fine, but you're still under a studio system. And the 1990s were great for independent film, but how do you disattach a lot of that shit from Harvey Weinstein? I don't know. But uh, so also there was a lot of crap in the 90s as well, where in the 70s, I think per decade, It created more of the classic films, more of the films that people revere, the the films that influence filmmakers still today to become filmmakers. I don't think there are as many 90s films that are influencing filmmakers today to become uh, uh, big, big uh, film guys uh, or film women um like they do with the 70s i think that's the decade i mean the godfather coppola apocalypse now scorsese Ra- uh, raging bulls yeah, on the tail end of 80 but like, it's, it's unassailable
1: man you still yeah. you get star wars in there you get yeah, jaws. you know jaws it's a hell of a yeah for me like i i think this question is bullshit take that limke <laughs> Well, I I think it's arbitrary because there's no real metric by which. It's just whatever your personal preference is to what exactly. is game-changing for you. Yeah. Uh,
0: I would like to hear what the 90s game-changing films were. I mean, I respect The Matrix, I suppose. But is Jurassic Park game-changing? Is it really that game-changing?
1: Think about it like this. Jurassic Park is, what, 25 years old? 27 years old? Yeah, yeah, 95, I think. The yeah. CGI still looks legit. It's true. Very true. Holds
0: up. Absolutely.
1: So that's incredibly impressive all these years later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I've seen newer movies that look dated.
0: Well, the tough thing about the 70s, too, is like, well, where does it really begin? Because, I mean, 69 is, I think, isn't uh, Clockwork? No, isn't 2001 69 or 68? Oh, it's 68. But you could argue 2001 is a 70s film. It's just the tail end of 60 or the tail end of the 60s. So I wonder where the line is, you know? Do you go all the way into 80 with Raging Bull and with Kramer versus Kramer and these kinds of other films that push the line? I don't know, but I I think the 70s. Well, if you're
1: going that far, then we can inch into is the first Raiders, basically, like the bridge action, although it's very 80s to me. Yeah, it's very 80s, right? I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a little too far. But, yeah, it's nebulous, too. Like, I, I associate 2001 with the 70s.
0: Yeah, right? It just feels like a 70s-type movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, which is, you know, it never doesn't matter. Um, but you make a great
0: yeah. point with Star Wars, right? Because, I mean, then there's Star Trek. The motion picture is 79, I think. That starts mm-hmm. a new franchise. Um, whether you like it or not, it's irrelevant. It starts a new
1: franchise. You and know? you, You could do it from the flip side, too. When disco got big, like the influence that it had on, so that was a precursor to the explosion of the 1980s. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Just the commercialism really seems like the way to go in movies. Have uh, you I'm watched that?
0: Uh, have you watched that new uh, uh, Bee Gees documentary on HBO? Uh, no. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I mean, if you're into the Bee Gees, that is. But it's a great like journey. I mean, I'm
1: not. I'm not not into the Bee Gees, but I'm not into the. You know what I mean? They make catchy, good music. I'm not knocking them. It's it's still good. It still holds up. Like, it does exactly what its entire intent is from right. moment one of the note to the end. It's like, you got to give them credit for making a quality pop song. Oh, yeah. Uh, for
0: decades, man. I mean, you start to look at, like, that's the thing that's so incredible about this documentary, going from, like, the 50s or the 60s when they were really starting out kind of on the tail end. Ta- uh, no, I mean, kind of on the heels of the Beatles. And then what they were able to do and then fall out of favor and then come back in the seventies, then fall out of favor, come back in the eighties, fall out of favor, come back in the nineties. It's pretty incredible. So it was a hell of a documentary, man. I, I was really looking forward to it and it did not disappoint. So if you're a Bee Gees fan, I highly recommend this it's on HBO yeah, Max. Now.
1: I believe it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were around for a long time, so I'm sure they got stories for days. Oh yeah. And you know, Robin and, Barry hated each other for
0: some time through that time. And they I talked know, forgot about it. that. A lot of drama, dude. Um. All right. Anyway, is that, uh, is that pretty much the end of that question? Should we move on? Yeah.
1: You know, I never understood. What's that, man? Why, why did Frampton loom so large in the minds of a specific generation? <laughs> Frampton I like on. Frampton. I know, but the, uh, He's held on in a way where it must have been such a like a cultural moment for everybody. It's such a touchstone mm-hmm. at 18 months to two years where it was just like, dude, Peter fucking Frampton. And everyone's <laughs> like, hell yeah. <laughs> and that was informative because that's, you know, uh, uh, the evolution of rock and you have these yeah. arena tours and whatnot. So for someone to come out of the gate and be that strong, it's, yeah. like, it's, it's memorable as shit. Just like I, I like his songs, but man, that must have been something to live through.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like Carol King and Tapestry, right? Like that's the album that everybody talks about. Carol King Tapestry, Carol King Tapestry. Uh, and nothing has really come close of her other albums. Same thing with Frampton that comes alive, just caught at the right time. Yep. It's really great music, but you're right. Everyone's like, oh, Frampton, dude. Fr-. And then I and assume. He- Right. Oh yeah. No, they I I you could hear it. Uh, growing up, I remember like people were like, "Oh dude, I oh, god, to listen to this."
1: Because when you hear the stories, it was like he was the biggest artist in the world. in mm-hmm. all these years, but you know, what I knew of him looking back once I learned that piece of information, I was like, "Wow, really? <laughs> like, good for him. That's not easy to do, and it must have been amazing and a hell of an experience." <laughs> but i only knew it was like one song kinda and then i heard a couple more and then i heard that as a backstory and he's like yeah man for like 18 months yeah and there was the ladies, nobody bigger i wow.
0: loved him dude. the ladies love you just
1: assume there would have been like six songs over yeah. that 18 months maybe eight yeah uh but it's like two
0: off of that album two or three yeah and then it's like the whole album of course but then after that you know it's like hasn't done my, and then he does that Terrible! Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band movie with
1: I've BG. never seen it. I just know it exists,
0: Ooh, Matt. Ooh, Matt.
1: Yeah, I've never heard a good thing. And do yourself a favor, get fucking
0: high as hell and watch. Or you know, oh, never mind. I'm sorry. That's right. Never mind. But like, watch it if you feel like it, If you're in the mood for it, get high and watch it, man. It would be fun as hell. Uh,
1: maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure I'll watch something else in place of it. To be perfectly honest, because I don't know a single. I haven't heard that it's so amazingly bad. Oh yeah, great. And that would be the only reason at this point I think that I would watch it.
0: <laughs> I grew up watching it a few times, man. It's I never it, man.
1: I heard about it and I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense to me on the outside.
0: Yeah, like Aerosmith uh, is in this shit.
1: Yeah, all these weird cameos. And you're like, so all these people acted? This is like, yeah. how how good can this be? <laughs> maybe they're all great actors. I I find that suspect, but maybe no, they no. are.
0: No, no. George Burns is in it. And then I think, the, and then the, what was the one, the Phantom of Paradise or whatever it was? With the, well, I with think
1: the, wasn't that one. With Kiss? I believe Steve Martin is in it.
0: Oh yeah. Steve Martin plays uh uh, uh exactly. Hammer. Does uh, this Maxwell cast make any sense? No, no. I think Bernadette's in it too. It's a nut, it's a nutty ass. Wouldn't cast. be
1: surprised. <laughs> Would not be. You could throw a lot of names into there because uh, it, it just sounds like they're bringing in one like all these random scenes kind of juxtaposed yeah. together. I I have no fucking clue
0: though. Donald Pleasance is in it. Alice Cooper, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Billy Preston. (laughs) Uh huh. Mind blow. George Benson. The
1: thespians of their day.
0: Yeah, Keith Carradine's in this shit. Carol Channing. Carol Channing is in this shit. What the fuck? crazy
1: oh heart heart is in this thing too Don't exactly stop. you could you could do this all day and i just keep believing you could be lying to me right now and i'm just kicking I'm my head no, i know Robert, you're not but Curtis that's not ridiculous Curtis. so that's this is why i never i've wow. never heard it's so awful it's great and you're like <laughs> see the way this could be good
0: how do you get all these people in here shut on in this fucking thing bonnie Rate mind-blowing dude
1: well i think once you get a couple it just domino from there and then everybody hears about it so when they reach out you say of course i'll do this this sounds amazing i'll come sit in hank williams jr's in this shit tina turner wow dude (laughs) wow
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, all right anyway uh (laughs) where are we at
1: next question i think next question thank you thank
0: you chris uh sean labua says, hey, Matt and John, uh, since you guys are running low on questions, I figure I'll throw a couple out there. Right, he has got two questions here, Matt. He says, topic one, are there any TV series that you think would have been better as a film series? On the flip side, what films or film series do you think could have been better as a TV series? And topic two, have you guys ever thought about doing spinoff top ten podcasts where you do lists on TV, music, or sports rather than movies? Thanks for taking my questions. Well, uh yes I would say the second question we have done that we've considered it and talked about it many many times um mm-hmm. and who knows maybe that's an idea to revisit uh once the golden ticket wraps up who knows
1: who um, knows yeah. sure yeah
0: um where we wouldn't necessarily compile it but we'd just kind of talk about our top 10 over a half an hour or 35 minutes what about you Matt on topic 1 any TV series you think would have been better as a film series or any films you think would be better as a TV series?
1: Well, I, I think it's more intriguing to think of what films would have been better as TV series. Mm, mm. Um, because what, which do you think Like, could they get fleshed out? The first thing that came to mind was like Sicario.
0: Oh, yeah. Sicario would be a great TV series.
1: It would. So the right. whole buildup would be Del Toro getting to... Right. ...in a slow, incremental... I think that would be a shitload of fun, but yeah, uh, that was the first one that sprang to mind. I was trying to think of, okay, what's another one?
0: Uh, if we go superhero, I think for me, Constantine, if Constantine could be a series and I don't mean the woman. Sure. Ryan, I mean, you get Keanu Reeves and nowadays everyone's doing TV series. I mean, Julia Roberts just signed up for another one doing these streaming TV series. So Keanu Reeves coming back as Constantine doing a whole series about him fighting, both heaven and hell—that would be awesome to to see for sure. Yeah, um, with that cast with Tilda Swinton, that would be pretty good. Great,
1: more, right? I mean, now that you're doing a, you know, Disney Plus, yeah, smorgasbord of shows. That announcement was so ridiculous, <laughs> but it—I mean, it looked slick. They looked like they had a full grasp of, yeah, ideas and and people in place and the repeated, it was professionally done. Yeah. Four uh, hours. Four hours, man. True. Yeah, I fast forwarded through. Just somebody cut to all the the you know him together, and then mm-hmm. the trailer of the thing. Yeah. yeah. So it was like I think fifteen minutes or something, twenty minutes total, and then I I just rifled through quite a bit. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, there's. So why not do Constantine? Mm. Mm. It work. Like, I like the Sicario idea. That gives me. Like, what else would have been. Plus, that's WB. So, WB is looking for more, you know, HBO. HBO wants counter programme to Disney's. True. Yeah, that could that could be something in the works. You know, maybe we go pitch this around town. You like how I glommed <laughs> on to uh, your idea? Then Why don't hey we go guys, do this?
0: We're a good team. I don't doubt it. Let's make some money. Let's make some money. Uh, uh, I'm down.
1: I'm down. Yeah, um, just get my beak wet. That's all I'm asking. 10%, 10%. That's, that's all I'm asking. 10%, 10%. You know, just a little taste for me.
0: A little something, something.
1: Uh, yeah, I think Constantine is a you know no brainer from DC's. Yeah, although with the religious, does that work better as a movie, as opposed to being able to stream into anybody that already has that app? Well, I mean, you know this, I mean HBO Max and I mean like you know these are the guys who
0: did the Joker man or the Joker movie, so I feel like they're not shying away from rated R shit. And Justice League, uh, the Zack Snyder one is he said the other day it's going to be rated R in <laughs> essence. So, yeah, I don't, I don't seem to th- think they have an issue with tackling religion. And uh, the
1: Batman cursing out. announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Joker. Uh, how, how, look, he hasn't before, but at the same time, how has he not? Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's going to, it's not like it's so long as we don't open Pandora's box and utterly change the character. But why yeah. in the world would they ever do that? So he's going to say fuck or something. Who cares?
0: What's the big question? Look, he's I an He's an
1: adult, right? Who's fighting crime at night. How has he not beat up? Yeah. Just at some point been like Like, (laughs) motherfucker! Jeez. Just once. Right. I mean, he's had
0: Jason Todd die on him. He's had like, you know, he's had his ass kicked by Bane. I mean, dude, if someone snaps your back over his knee, you're not yelling a cuss word out. I I sure as fuck
1: would. So, you know, numerous times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, numerous
1: times. <laughs> like even in the beginning of Dark Knight Rises when he's arthritic at that point. Yeah, right. So he like throws a punch or something and it hurts his shoulder. So we see that he's like, bah! just something right there. That would I would have believed that if you want to sneak that in. That's fine. It's fine. He's a fucking human being, is he yeah. not? Yeah. Cocksucker. Yeah, something.
0: It'd be different if it was Superman cussing, right? That's a different thing, or Captain yeah, America. Yeah, 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 Or even Wonder Woman. That's different. They're supposed to aspire to be the best, you know, most holy He is us. But, yeah, Batman is us. Because he has no superpowers. It's just rich, you know? And so there's the difference there. So it's a harder road for him to walk down with all these gods and demigods uh, in the Justice League.
1: Uh, yeah, he's r- rich, but it's also... He's still intelligent and engineer and best detective. So basically it's we're as good as any of you gods with the right technology and help around us. But we can take you out, which is my favorite part of Batman when he's got uh, which one was the one that they did the direct to DVD streaming or whatever the the hell it was. What do you mean where uh, Batman someone steals the files that Batman has on how to take out each member.
0: Oh God, I forget what that one was, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, of course I would have a contingency plan. You should too.
0: Just in case.
1: Yeah, just in yeah. case I go rogue. Why do you not? That doesn't yeah. make sense. Just like right. you got, yeah, stupid godlike aliens. Like, <laughs> we can take you down at any point, man. Just got to use our wits. That's why I always liked Batman. It's just like, eh, he'll figure out a way. Oh yeah. We'll get there.
0: You don't fuck with bats. No. Oh. Um, It would be fun to see a Batman TV series. I don't mean Gotham, and I don't mean Pennyworth. I mean, actual Batman series like we had with Adam West, but not obviously like that. But certainly there was a TV series for Batman. He's been a serialized character in the comics and in uh, comic strips and on TV shows, Matt. So why not a Batman TV show that is about Batman?
1: Because that's fucking crazy talk.
0: (laughs) It (laughs) is. It is. It's we can stupid. have that woman. We can have all these other characters. We yeah, but Batman, Batman himself
1: has been so successful in movies that there is no, no motivation to deviate from that.
0: I guess you're right, man. But we've got a new Superman series coming. He's been on series like a million times.
1: Yes. But how many of them have been as financially successful as Batman yeah. in DC's world? It's
0: true. That's true. It's a fair point. It's a fair point.
1: Yeah. Batman's their gold standard. Uh, Superman is yeah. their flag bearer. Yeah. Or whatever, their you know, figurehead.
0: I thought about Lethal Weapon, but Lethal Weapon was already a series with uh, Damon Wayans and shit. Mm. Um, Let's see. Syriana could have been an interesting series. You know, kind of in the
1: vein Yeah, of, a little political intrigue.
0: Right? Kind of in the vein of... Uh, sure. Popularity.
1: Well, I guess you could kind of do that for a bunch of those uh, different mm. versions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm any international kind of spy craft type movie like that. Like I could see a season of that. Right. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. Like Jason Bourne series could be interesting.
1: Yeah. Tinker Taylor with a little more action. If you're going to spread it out. Oh, over yeah. Full season. Taylor. Tinker
0: Taylor would be great. Make it a whole mystery, like a 10 episode miniseries That's a uh-huh. mystery. I could see
1: that. I could totally see that. But there needs to be more pop because the movie is, you know, the, the biggest complaint I've heard is that it's just so slow. Yeah. Throughout yeah. kind of, because there aren't big action pieces that people are accustomed to.
0: It's all dialogue, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, but that, I mean, yeah, I'm in on anything like that. Any kind of mob angle, I would watch an entire, yeah. pick a character from mobs history, lucky Luciano or whatever. Yeah. You can go back yeah. as far back where the Don's before him, or, you know, you brought up Murder Inc. a few weeks ago, just yeah. a Murder Inc. series.
0: That'd be awesome. A Murder Inc. series would be awesome. I mean, Birdwalk Empire kind of did that a for bit. a storyline for like the last season and a half, I think. But I would love to see a whole separate one, you know, about oh, them and what they went through.
1: I had never heard of Nucky Thompson before that.
0: Yeah. Right. Show. So it's like, it's like Casino. I'd never heard of Ace Rothstein until I saw the movie. And I was like, holy shit, this guy had a, A lot to do with Vegas. So you just never know. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to see that. You got the Bonanno crime family. You got Giancana. You got all these guys you could actually explore. Yeah. Do a TV series about that would be interesting.
1: I mean, they've populated others. uh, but yeah, a full series of that I would watch. No problem. Yeah,
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Uh, I mean, it's kind of there's there's the one with... um, uh, Forrest Whitaker.
0: Oh, yeah. Godfather of Harlem. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: When they bring in some of the mob elements there. You get, yeah. uh, what is it, Castillo? Yeah. Castillo, yeah. Castellano? You mean Paul Castellano? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to look it up. Um, popping in and out. That was good.
0: There was a great documentary on uh, Netflix a few months ago that dropped to that, explored that. I think it was two or three months ago that explored it. Really, really good.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. It was like a two episode, maybe yeah. three.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was intensely
1: good, man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Um, I'll watch any of that stuff, but I mean, that's specific to our chase, you know what I mean?
0: Right, 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 right. Maybe Atomic Blonde? Could that be a TV series? Sure. I kind of like that one. More, yeah. Jason Bourne? No problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they recast La Femme Nikita to be that blonde uh, Australian actress. I think she's Australian. Uh, After the film had become successful, and then the the Uh, bridget fonda american remake so you could totally do it and then they recast it again with maggie q when they did it again so there's certainly possibilities there uh for sure with atomic blonde i'd be down with that um cool all right any anything else we're at the 30 minute mark we should i think we're good okay all right. Well, thanks everybody for sending in these questions. You know, they're always fun questions for us to kind of mull over and talk about and consider and go through. So always appreciate you all sending in the great questions. Thanks to everybody who did that uh, today. We've got a few mm-hmm. more lined up for the next time we do this. Thanks to Sean Labour, Chris Lemke, and Alex Russell. Uh, Matt, what do we, anything else we've got to tell them?
1: uh thank you so much for listening this week and if you'd like to particip- participate in the show head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 you can follow me anywhere at madnost yeah,
0: You can follow me at the Roka says uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. And of course, remember we've got a top 10 YouTube channel as well. So go and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Everything we do. If you're just listening to us on the podcast, stream, you can watch us on the YouTube channel as well, doing all these shows and especially the golden ticket. It, it, I don't know how you're listening to the golden ticket because you got to see people's faces when they're falling and crashing or when they're smashing their competitors, fellow competitors, it's great mm-hmm. stuff yep. uh, for sure. So, and you can find it and you see if you can like, Figure out where the hell, uh, what's his face is coming from every week. Uh, Blair, sure. yeah, Blair, where Blair Simpson uh, is coming from every week. Good luck to you, yeah, good luck.
1: Good luck. We even try and guess behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah, and, we, uh, we don't get it. We haven't narrowed it down just yet.
0: <laughs> it's like a, that could be the TV series trying to find Blair Simpson.
1: <laughs> where in the world is Blair Simpson? Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, All right, we're out of here. Take care of yourselves. Be well. And, uh, you know, it's the holiday season, so hopefully we're picking up your spirits and making you smile a little bit by doing the content we're bringing to you and Merry Christmas to you all and Happy Holidays for sure.
1: Uh, That, uh, yeah, that is it. <laughs> I don't know how to top that. You kind of just trailed off and waited for me. All right, there we go. Well, we did. Uh, it is Christmas Eve, so you're celebrating Christmas out there. Merry Christmas tomorrow yeah. as you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh that is it. I hope you enjoyed
0: opening this present.
1: <laughs> All right, yep. Present Christmas game early just for you. We hope you enjoyed it.